What's up, man? This, you're live and direct with Check and Effect. And make sure you check out Noble CFI Network. Check them out on Spotify, also on YouTube. Make sure you guys check out this dope interview that we got going on. We out. CFR Network, CFR News. Good day, good night, all. Shalom, balance, paradise. Niha, hola, bonjour, all of the universal greetings. Got a seasoned traveler with me. I've got the sibling checking effect with me. What's going on, sibling? What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> good, man. Glad, to, glad I've got you on the broadcast. I gave you a very small little introduction. Please introduce yourself in a little bit more detail, sir. All right, uh, my name is Check. My the channel, my YouTube channel is called Check and Effect. Also Instagram, all that. Um, I'm a I'm a blogger that basically document my lifestyle traveling. So my my when I first started, my thing was to show people mainly it's for everyone, but mainly brothers to show them, hey man, you know you can get your passport and enjoy the world, travel different places, see the world. You know that's an experience that most people can't, especially like myself. So that's my that's that's what motivates me to see people saying, hey, check, I'm going to go here. I'm going to, you know, after watching my videos, a lot of people actually want to travel. So that, that's Thanks. that's what my channel is mainly about, man. It's a travel channel trying to motivate people to travel. Proper, proper. And it's definitely doing that. It's, it's, it's motivating not just the people who haven't traveled, but they're even the quote unquote seasoned travelers like, oh, OK. I didn't think about going to that country. So let's let's actually before we, we stay in the present, let's rewind a bit of time. What gave you the the gumption and the drive to say, actually, let me pay my couple hundred dollars. Let me get this blue passport thing and let's get this stuff tatted up, man. What was the inspiration? Well, it had nothing to do with making videos. Mm. Uh, I was working a regular job like a normal person. Um, I had a vacation uh, one month. I had a one month vacation um, and I decided, you know what, let me, I applied for my passport probably, I don't know, two years prior to that. I never used it. I just had it just to have it. And I said, you know what, man, let me, you know, I got a one month vacation. Let me go check out another country. Let me go to, so the first place I went was Dominican Republic. DR, okay. DR, that was, that was the first place I went to. Um, I'd never been outside the United States besides Bahamas and mm -hmm. Haiti. Bahamas and Haiti was the only place I ever been outside the United States. And at that time, I think Bahamas, you didn't need a passport. Yes. At that time, mm -hmm. at that time to travel from the United States to Bahamas, you didn't need a passport. So um, I tried it and I saw how the people treated me mm. and I saw how life was, how comfortable I was, mm. and I fell in love with it. Okay. You know? Please yeah. elaborate in regards to because I know exactly what you're saying, but I, I, you know, I want I want it to come from your mouth. What was the experience <laughs> in regards to how you were treated when you went to this to went to DR? Um. Well, the experience. Everybody has different experience. Of course. My experience. My experience when I first came, the very first time I came to DR. Obviously, Dominican Republic has a lot of beautiful women. It's a small. Everything is more cluttered because it's a smaller island. Yeah. So everything is more cluttered. So as soon as I went there, I had like the utmost respect. You know what mm. I mean? Like I had the utmost respect. My main reason going was not, most people go because, you know, they want to see women, this and that. And I get it. Nothing wrong with that. But my main reason going is because I knew a little bit of Spanish. 
but I wanted to, I wanted to be fluent in Spanish. I wanted right. to say, yo, I want to be fluent in Spanish. So I really went there and took a course. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I took a, a, a Spanish course in Dominican Republic. It was a class that I was in. We would go to class. It was a crash course. We would go to school four days a week and we're in school for like four hours. We would even have a lunch break. Right. We go we go for two hours. Then we get a little break, like a little quick 30 minute break, eat food or whatever, and then come back. So I went there to learn. And during the time I was there, it was very expensive. So I only did it for one month. And then I met a couple guys in the streets that was like, hey, man, you know, I told them what I was there for. And it was like, man, you don't have to go to, you know, you don't have to. You can learn a lot from the streets, not just in school. Because in Dominican Republic, they speak Spanish different, first of all. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They call it callejero, which means street Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Slang, hey. a lot of slang. Yeah, yeah. So that was how I got there. Now, the way I was treated, we're going to get to that. So I just want to get the part where what made me come to Dominican Republic. My objective already was to, was to dive into the culture by knowing the language fluently. Yes. That was my objective. So as soon as I learned the language fluently, you know, I met a couple of women out there. So I met probably two, one, two bad ones. And the rest <laughs> of them was pretty, pretty good women, you know, because you're going to yes. you're gonna have some bad apples. That's about money. Indeed. And, um, bro, uh, the way they treated me, the economy, as far as, far as finance, money, like how everything was uh, economical. Yes. You know, I was staying in a really nice apartment and you would think like being in the United States or even in <laughs> London or in UK, yeah. you would think the apartment I'm staying at is like a lot of pounds, bro. Like you would think, yo, mm. this guy's at least paying twelve hundred a month for this place or thirteen hundred. Yes. And I had Check like he's really, balling. <laughs> yeah. I was out balling on a budget. Yes. Basically balling on a budget. Mm-hmm. So the money, the way people treated me. Um, you know, a lot of Dominicans, if you're a guy that's somewhat in shape, they always think you play baseball. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, of course. So of, yes, yes. Right, right. So the treatment, the, the, the economical, the treatment, um, and the fact that I can, like, things that I can't do in the United States, I could do there. Like, mm. just the little things that, you know, like massages or, yeah. you know, if you want to take care of your health, mm-hmm. things like that, man. So access to nature as well at its finest yeah access to nature as well and once i got deep in and i started traveling outside of the tourist area that's when i really got to really experience the real the real authentic uh dominican republic and some travelers many travelers fall into that trap of okay let's have a look at you know youtube oh that that country looks nice the beaches look nice and they literally as you say stay on the resort and don't really get an opportunity to soak up the true environment the true proper foods you know the language the culture most importantly to get that rounded experience bro i i I recommend, I say this to a lot of people that talk to me because, you know, I do consultations and everything. And I get a lot of people that talk to me that want to travel, especially DR and Mexico and Colombia. Mm-hmm. And I always tell everybody, yo, if you're going to DR, I do not recommend going to a resort unless you're going with your lady. Yeah. Or if you have a, fe- a, a girlfriend or a female friend that's in Dominican Republic mm-hmm. and you want to treat her to a nice resort. Resorts are mainly tourist people. Or if you do find regular people there, they're there with their, 
their significant other. Indeed. You know what I mean? And then the resorts, it's like a casino. Yeah. You go to Las Vegas, they want to keep you in that hotel. They don't mm -hmm. want you going to another hotel. They don't want you going to other places. So resorts, you're not going to get the real feel of VR, you know? So that's why I recommend going out. I don't. I I would say go to to the major cities, but I personally like going outside of the major cities where there's not a lot of tourists. Yes, yes, because again, the pace is a little bit more laid back. You, it's not that hustle and bustle of the locals seeing you right. and knowing that you're a quote unquote tourist. And it's like, okay, I need to try and extract some money from this person if they're that way inclined. You go to the quieter spots. It's chilled. It's laid back. Pace is a lot more slower. You you can explore, I think, a little easier in them places. Not, even, not only that, but in those places, they're not even trying to get extra money. They charge you whatever price. Like, if you're going to go buy food, it's that price. If you're going to, yes. you actually give them a tip. Like, hey, man, it, you're, yeah. so used to, you're so used to paying the higher price for tours that when you see the real price, you're like, what? Oh, here, man, here's a tip, man. You know? Yeah, I can I can agree to that most definitely. I, and also the service, sometimes it's not like even just about, oh, the price is so cheap and stuff. It's like, well, if you're only charging this and I'm getting quality food, I'm getting a quality service, hold an extra, you know, couple dollars here, you know, as, as a yeah. thank you. And they're not even expecting it because they're mm -hmm. not used to tours. Yes. People who are used to tours, they're expecting. Mm -hmm. They're expecting money. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. True indeed, true indeed. So, uh, you, uh, heritage wise, are you uh, African American, quote unquote, or are you from the islands? Uh, I'm, I'm American. I'm born and raised in the United States. My dad is Haitian, so I have a little Haitian blood. Um, but but most of you know, I was mostly raised here. Well, okay. not mostly. I was raised here all my life. Mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. Have you got connections to uh, Haiti? Say what? Have you got connections um, still to this day to, to heat? Uh... Yeah, I actually been there. I actually been there. I was there when I was younger, but you know, you don't remember much. Uh -huh. And um, when I started doing video, uh, before I started doing videos, I went probably like in 2016. Okay. And I actually went like in 2019, 2020 and did some videos. I did a couple of vlogs out there in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I plan to go back again. I just don't know when. Right. But when I was there, it was during my first time, the beginning of my career, my YouTube career. And I didn't have that many followers and all that. So, you know, you don't get that many people watching. But I did get some decent views for, like, the low amount of subscribers I had. That's all good because it's all part of the process. It's all part of the building process. Um, you know, perfecting the skills of you know presenting because some let's let's be honest doing what you do is can seem quite easy to some but it's not as easy as some people think I mean like what are some of the some of the challenges that you face when you're actually trying to create content hold on one second hold on cool because it's raining okay Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, 
if you ain't already most definitely share if you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch and also go check out my sponsor over at instagram supreme of the uk thank you for your continued support Yeah. Uh, the challenges that I face recording, uh, there's a lot. Um, one of the, one of the, some people, you know, like if I'm doing a video and, uh, you know, obviously I got a camera in my hand, you know, I'm recording. And some, a lot of times I always say, Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I let people know I'm recording, but mm-hmm. then you have people that might like, especially women that maybe she see herself on camera and she don't like, the way she looked on camera so now she wants me to either cut her scene out or and i'm like come on man like you know oh my hair wasn't done you know how you know how women are of course i think i remember you addressing this on your um your live you too your um the live that you did recently <laughs> yeah yeah it was like you know and i you know i'm recording you know and you just all of a sudden maybe the camera caught her bad side in her opinion but this is the thing this is only in their opinion other people will be thinking wow you know look at this woman yeah um then you have like actually this happened uh this one this episode happened in uk in london um i was recording and i asked these two dudes it's actually the uh it's the camden nighttime night video i asked these two dudes. okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said, I said, hey man, it's okay if I record it. And it was like, yeah, yeah. I said, nah, bro, I gotta ask. So I'm talking to them, and one of their friends came in my footage to give a phone. And that one little scene, he wanted himself out of there. And I told him, I was like, yo, you came to my scene, bro. Like, yes. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I know the rules. I know the rules to record. It's not like you can't. You could record people, but you you. You can record public areas, but you can't literally focus on that one person exactly. when I ask that person for the permission. Indeed, indeed. But indeed. for the love, I mean, the person I am, I, I'll go ahead and blur you anyway. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not trying to, you know, traveling, you don't want to create no enemies. Definitely, definitely. And, and as you say, I mean, it's it's a bit <laughs> strange of sorts, like someone's talking to someone else with a camera and then you come up and expect not to be in the vision of the camera, like it's a bit... Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's number one. The second problem would be uh, um, thieves. Uh, you know, I if anybody watches my channel, they know I go places where other people don't go. That's just how I, that's just how I am. And I've been like that. I've been like that before videos. Like, if you want to see the real team? Yeah. If I wasn't recording, and I go to another country, I'm I'm gonna be like, yo, let's go out. Let's go check out this spot. Let's, you know, I want to be away from this. So obviously, those places could be dangerous because if you got a camera, they see expensive equipment. Yeah. So a lot of people can try to you know rob you or attempts. I'm not Mm -hmm. a small guy, so I don't get it as much. I've seen YouTubers get beat up. And got serious like, yeah they got it on i've seen it before especially in brazil wow um, oh of course in colombia too a lot of youtubers they got beat up got robbed um i i might have had two altercations but once i told a dude america the united states he was oh oh okay because he okay. thought he thought i was the ops trying to 
look at oh yes 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 especially yes if you're going into those territories and indeed you can get mistaken and whatever but yeah <laughs> but once he saw once he saw like it was in brazil actually and at that time i couldn't speak portuguese as good as i can now so i was just trying to communicate the best way i can yes and i told him uh i told him this is for uh this is for YouTube. I'm from the uh, United States, America. And uh -huh. he was like, America, America, America. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then he didn't care after that. Americano. <laughs> so, yeah. so check. So how many languages can you speak? Um, I, uh, well, English is one, Spanish is two, Portuguese is three. Uh, my French is pretty much good is getting to probably about, I would say my French is about 75% right now. That's yeah, cool. So we're like at four, four and a half languages. I'm also, uh, I'm also practicing Creole because you know I have Haitian in my family, so Indeed. I'm trying to get the Creole right. French so Creole. Been, mm. French Creole. I've been practicing both actually. They're, I mean, they're sim, they're pretty very much the similar. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been practicing both to try to get it right because I feel like I can't try to practice learning full French and then not know the of full course. Creole. So Indeed. So I've been, yeah yeah so i've been practicing both so i must i'm hopefully when i go to haiti next time i could pretty much communicate like almost fluently with people hopefully excellent uh, it really intrigues me the uh, i i spoke with sabbatical um maybe a few months back and Ooh. he's sabbatical tommy from oh New yeah York. yeah he speaks a lot of languages yeah man <laughs> i didn't you know he came into my algorithm kind of late mm. um, he came into my algorithm because i was in brazil and i left brazil he came into my algorithm when i left brazil because he came there um you know a lot of us we have people that follow that you play your video and after your video this person video shows yes. up yes that was sabbatical so he came very late into my algorithm and at first i didn't really pay him much mind i didn't like really i watched a little bit of videos but i didn't pay much attention mm -hmm. to the videos but then when i saw him like speaking different languages yeah i gave him that's when i gave him his props because learning different languages bro is not easy no not at all not at all so, even just i mean i'm forever i'm currently um I'm not doing Portuguese. I'm going to try that later, but Espanola and France. I'll, from junior school, I learned a little bit of France. So I've got a, a, a sort of a base <laughs> in respect to learning. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's always been a passion for me to try and learn different languages. And as you say, once you're, when you're out and about, it's to have those conversations when you're in the Canaries or in Spain or a, um, a French speaking country, you can at least say, you know, good day, goodbye. Yeah, you know, yeah, how yeah, much yeah. is this? You know, especially the, the French. If you could like a lot of French people speak English, but mm -hmm. what they want you to they want to hear you try to speak their language and then they'll respect you. If yes. you could just say a little bit of words, they'll respect you and start speaking your English. Mm -hmm. But like mm -hmm. some of them, they, they know how to speak English and they just won't speak it. <laughs> the ignorant ones, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because they feel like, yo, you know, if we learn, you know, they feel like you should at least attempt, at least learn something. Then they'll talk to you. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, you get some backward people, you know, who take the, 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 the Mickey um, or take the piss 
out of people from different countries who whose English isn't it's, it's like broken English and it's like wait a minute this this person can speak three languages and they're trying to speak English you can only speak English exactly exactly bro exactly that's why that's why I had to step my game up and like say hey man I gotta like I never thought of learning more than two languages or three languages and then now it's like yo you know it's like the more you travel the more you want to learn the other language yes but i think i think i'm done i don't think i'm trying to learn no more languages though bro you give it another couple <laughs> years and you'll start venturing off into the east and you look at mandarin and all that there which is going to be in my opinion and based upon what tommy was saying it is a very difficult language to learn yeah and then italy i was in italy and Italy sounds very much like Portuguese. Yes, it does. It does. Yes, so much like Portuguese. So where a lot of times when I was speaking to the Italians, I would always be like, obrigado, obrigado, like saying thank you. And I'm like, oh, man, it ain't obrigado. We're not in Italy. We're not in, uh, We're not in Brazil or Portugal. Mm. So, yeah, bro. They, it's, but, like, when you're there for a certain amount of time, like, for me, because when I'm in a Spanish-speaking country, I, I speak to the people in Spanish. When I'm in Brazil, I speak to people in Brazil. Like now, French, I try to speak in French. So like every time I step to a different country, mm-hmm. in my mind, I want to learn some of this language so I can at least Definitely. come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. It is what Ex- it is, man. Ex- exercise some of the tools that you've um, you, you, you've um, added to the belt and stuff. And key the key is, is you can learn it, but if you're not practicing it, if you're not conversing, those skills quickly start to diminish and you, you you start to fall over the sentences you remember the first part of the sentence but then the middle part gets jumbled and stuff yeah that's how it starts it's yeah it's like you remember some words but you can't make it in a sentence or when you're learning your mind is translating the words in english yeah so you're, you're every time someone speaks it's it's for you it's it's like you're, it's uh it's in slow motion Mm-hmm. so if they're conversing with you by the time they finish one sentence they on to the next and you're still trying to figure out what they're saying so once yes. you get the part in your head where you're no longer translating mm-hmm. that's when you can basically speak that's key. when you're no longer trans yeah when you're no longer translating the words you know and, what they mean. yeah and when you're in the um latin american countries it's they they speak so fast it's especially DR, DR and Cuba. It's like a, it's like a machine gun. It's like how, how am I supposed to like take in what you're saying and respond? And as you say, you responded, and you're there all the way down at the end of the paragraph, and you're like, oh, I got some catching up to do here. Yeah, and not just that, but like a lot of them don't even speak proper Spanish. No, so, no. like when you learn Spanish and you realize, oh, hold on, you're saying this wrong. It's just mm-hmm. the culture. It's like, that's why I say Callejero, streets Spanish. Mm-hmm. And um, most of them speak fast. That's why when I, when I basically was fluent learning Spanish in Dominican Republic, I went to Cuba and oh my God, bro, I felt so comfortable in Cuba because I knew every single thing they were saying. I was like, yeah. yo, mm. this is like so easy to understand these people. Like, because Dominican Spanish is one of the, I would say is one of the hardest Spanishes to learn, bro. Like, mm. like if you want to, if you can understand a Dominican, then you could pretty much, you could pretty much go anywhere. Okay. Yeah, bro. Spain is like a joke. 
I know, I know. In comparison, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all very, you know, it's deliberate. The speech pattern is very deliberate, isn't it? Yeah, not just that, but they're speaking, well, obviously they speak more proper, educated, mm-hmm. and more, not, it, to, in Spain, there's not a, speaking Spanish fast is not a thing. It's not like, oh, just, you know, every, they just speak normal. Yeah. You know, they speak Spanish in a way, somewhat like the way we speak English. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we, we don't speak English fast. It's just people don't understand it and think it's going fast. But Spanish, I understand it and I know it's going fast in DR. <laughs> you know I mean? One thousand. <laughs> One thousand, bro. Yeah, boy, I'm telling you, bro. You, so you can learn you can learn Spanish in America, the United States, and go to DR and probably and some people will get lost. I, I, I bet, unless being there, you've got to, it's about immersing yourself in the whatever you're doing. And if, as you say, going over there, if you just, you know, uh, here and there having conversations, you need to be speaking all, uh, as much as possible, having these interactions to, to get to understand the pace, <laughs> number one, and to then get your skills up as well. Thanks. 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 Um, my skills in Spanish? Hello? Yeah, yeah. What did you add? What was the last question? No, no, I was saying, um, well, actually, let's switch to, out of the the, the, the language side of it, what are some of the, so your passport, actually, sorry, your passport's already fully tatted up now. Oh, my God. Like, man, bro, my passport is so tatted up to where sometimes they, they question me because they see so many stamps. I can't wait till I renew my passport and get a new, new open book with more pages. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's always what's saying. And there's that? places. There's places I've been that didn't stamp me. Also. I was so just I'm, gonna I'm say actually, that. I'm actually yes. missing stamps. When I when oh. I when I when I went to Mexico, I walked to Mexico, right? And on mm-hmm. the way back, they didn't stamp me. They didn't stamp me. Uh, where else I went? I went to, they didn't stamp me in Gibraltar, which is okay. England territory. Yeah, yeah. They didn't stamp me in Gibraltar. Did they stamp me in Italy? They didn't stamp me in Italy. It's they didn't stamp me in Italy. They didn't stamp me. So there's a lot, it's some place that they didn't stamp me also. Mm. And for me, that's what I'm looking. I, I like looking back on the old passport and looking back and flicking through those pages. Like, oh, it was that date we went there. Yeah, yeah look at look how different. And some of them are so elaborate in regards to the stamps. Some of them are just basic as hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got videos to do that. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can just yes. go back on my videos and be like, yo, look what I did. No matter what happens yeah. with my videos, they're going to always be there. I actually have a two terabyte memory external memory that I save all my videos under. So. Perfect. Oh, perfect. That that you've gotta you've gotta keep them backed up. And as you say, you're immortalizing this sort of not just your own prosperity and your own sort of memories, but the world is a, is, is enabled and are able to to peep this year and to yeah. live vicariously through you and your journeys. Because there's some people unfortunately financial situations or whatever it may be cannot leave their state, cannot leave, you know, the the country that they're in. So they're doing it through you and other travel vloggers. Right. That's true. And you don't you don't realize you don't realize how many people are watching you, man, until you 
start like uh until you start moving up like until you get all these messages from people saying that they're going here they're coming here and then like like you go places that you don't think somebody will recognize you and they recognize you you know what i mean like like bro i got i've been a lot of places where i didn't think i wasn't expecting anyone to recognize me and they recognize me so it's like now you kind of like you kind of got to be on your p's and q's in a way because people look up to you and there's you can't get yourself involved in a lot of bull crap bullshit Mm -hmm. so you know you got a responsibility and a a persona to maintain yeah yeah responsibility like the other like i went on a trip and my friend got involved in some something i'm not going to mention what it is yeah yeah but he got involved in something and i helped him you Mm -hmm. know because it's my friend Mm -hmm. i helped him and after i helped him i told him i said hey bro Man, I'm I, I can't be, you know, you can't get involved in this type of stuff because I can't, you know, I don't want to try to get involved helping yeah. you. And somebody records it, sees me, records it, and next yeah. thing you know, put some fake story about me. You know what I mean? Indeed. I can tell you what it is off camera, but I'm not of gonna course. tell you what it is on camera. Oh yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's all good. That's all good. We gotta we gotta protect so, the innocent, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I told my friend, I was like, hey bro, you know, I helped you because you came with me and we're together, we're in it together. But mm-hmm. I can't even get myself involved with that. But you know, somebody could have easily reported what happened. This is it. That and make up because people and uh, what I realized, people in the entertainment world, mm-hmm. and when it comes to videos, they are more entertained by lies than truths than the truth. Thank you. So a person, a person could just make up a story about you, about me, yeah, and everybody's gonna be entertained about that story, but. Mm-hmm. No, but when someone tells the truth, no one wants to hear the it's real boring. story. Yeah. The, the real story is boring. It's not entertaining. Yes, yes. Then so, that that is that is so so true. It's it's the the clickbait headlines. Oh, yes, quick way, bro. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can not me, but let's say I was one of those YouTubers, mm-hmm. right? I call it the dirty section of YouTube. Mm. That's what I call it. Let's say if I was one of those content creators that's always looking to make fake stories about someone, all yeah. I have to do is find two, one or two things that's true that I can prove, and yeah. the rest could be fake. Exactly. The rest could be all lies, but because I prove one or two things, now mm-hmm. I could convince everybody else that everything else <laughs> I'll say is true. So you're on point, Sivlin. Yeah. You're on point. Yeah, you can't fool people with total lies and bullshit. You have to sprinkle some truth in there somewhere. Yeah. To you give can the sprinkle credibility. that little bit of truth. <laughs> and the people are like, oh yeah, that's true. He did do it. Now they think every single thing this person yeah. says is true. Totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, here's another thing: traveling alone. What's that like? It's tough. I don't do it all the time alone. Like right now, I'm I'm I got a trip to Brazil in February. It's two of my buddies going. Mm-hmm. Um, I, now, I've always been a lone, lone bird, lone star. I've always been that one that likes to, you know, I'm not a loner because I got brothers, but I always do things alone, so I was used to it. But a lot of times I do try to reach out to my followers or people who know the area yes. that can show me around that I don't have to worry about anything. So, mm. but it is tough. Because when you're by yourself, you're a target. Yes. No matter, no matter where you are, bro, you're by yourself, you're a target. You're a target for robbery, robbers. You're a target for people trying to uh, get tours for money. Mm-hmm. You're a target, you know, because when, like, you're a target, even women, you're a target. 
Yes. Well, even women, you're a target, right? So when people see you, when people see you um, by yourself, they all men automatically levitate towards you. Mm-hmm. Have you dealt with any real negative situations being a, a lone traveler? I always ask this because it, number one, before you even answer, I think it takes a lot of guts to go to a different country on your own. And number one, just travel, but then even to vlog and to be doing that on a consistent basis. I had probably vlogging. I probably had maybe two attempts. People try to rob me. Um, I had the most, I would say the one of the most dangerous, att- uh, dangerous times uh, for me was I was not even vlogging. I was vlogging earlier that day. It got dark. It was late. My this is in Cali, Colombia. My apartment is literally like on the, when I looked at the GPS, it was like a seven minute, eight minute walk. Wow. You know, and I'm like, wow, well, I'm not gonna call an Uber. It's eight. You're gonna wait for the Uber longer than it takes for you to walk. Yes. So I decided, I decided to walk this eight minute walk, and that eight minute walk I almost got robbed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I caught it. I caught it in time to where I um I saw the dude in a motorcycle. He posted. Ooh. He saw me. Yeah. He, he turned the corner because you, you he turned the corner waiting for me to come that corner. And mm-hmm. I looked. I, I I looked where he was at. He was in a spot where it was a business storefront, but the store mm-hmm. was closed. So I'm like, what is this guy parked right here, just with his motorcycle running and yeah. just waiting? You know what I mean? So I I. I I um I avoided that situation. Um, you you clearly was aware of your surroundings, and when you're on high on vacation on holiday, as we say over in the UK, unfortunately, some people, many people, their guard goes totally down, and they don't think about the dangers that they would think about if they were at home. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I avoided that. When was the other another time? Um, that was one time. I forgot the other time. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I can't remember the I'm, other time. I'm glad, I'm glad it's only been a minimal amount of time still, so don't even trip. <laughs> only two times. Only two times, bro. Yeah, Thank yeah, goodness. Yeah. Only two times. <laughs> Definitely. All praise the most I am, and all praise the most I you've gone, You've defied gravity, quote-unquote, and gone up in the plane, gone to a different country and all them there, and you've come back safe, so that's and I've been, I've been, the, I've been the favelas, too, so... You know, that means, yes, you know? the real favelas, man. <laughs> yeah, I've been in favelas. I never got no attempts in favelas. Um, I did. Okay, well, one video when you get a chance, you need to check it out. Uh, I was meeting a friend. He uh, he told me I was meeting a friend, and when we met up, he didn't want to be on camera, so I didn't put him on camera. I just kept doing my thing, mm-hmm. and he was like. We chilled a little bit, drank some beer, we chit-chat. And after that, he said he had to go to work. So he told me, hey, bro, when you leave, if you, you could record anywhere on your left, just don't record on the right. But see, we was positioned, the way we was positioned is he's the opposite from me. So I'm oh. thinking he's talking about my right. But he was actually talking about his right. So I ended up going to the spot where he told me not to go, and they had machine guns, bro. They had machine guns and everything out there. And I didn't know, I'm just recording. <laughs> I even caught some of the footage. I even caught some of the footage. Um, and I passed a couple of dudes with guns. And I heard when I saw it, when I finally saw it, I put the camera up. But 
somebody spotted me and mm. came up to me and told me. And I was like, yeah. So, but it wasn't no robbery attempt. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was hold it down because of where you are kind of thing. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, okay. So f- future plans, man. What, what, what's the future plans? It, it, uh, are we looking at world domination or are we going to continue doing the, the, a similar kind of style and a similar kind of um, locations? No, no, no. We're never going to do similar. We're going to go back. We can go back to the locations. Yeah. But we're never going to do similar locations. We're always going to we always going to move different different mm. places. Um, I'm coming back to Brazil, obviously, because Brazil showed me a lot of love and support. I'm coming back to Jamaica. Oh yes, that Jamaica vlog was yeah, yeah. man, that's proper. Yeah, Jamaica did a lot for me, bro. So I'm going back to Jamaica, but I plan to hit East Europe. I plan to hit Africa. Um, I always wanted to go to. I actually went to Morocco, which okay. is North Africa. Yes. Um, I haven't dropped those videos yet, but I will edit them and drop them soon. But uh, probably next week you'll see Morocco's videos. But yeah, I wanna like I always wanted to go to Africa. It's just you know, Africa from the United States is very expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I just didn't have the opportunity and the finance to finance myself going to Africa. Mm, so that's mm. why... Uh, that's Any why particular parts? <clears throat> you look in East Africa, West Africa, Central, South? Oh, or... oh bro, if I go to Africa, I got to, I got to like, I got to like make a schedule. Yes. There's, so many, there's so many places that I want to go, man. Like, for example, I want to go to... Well, I definitely want to go to Ghana. I want to go yes. to Nigeria. Mm. I want to go to Ghana, Nigeria, Kenya, South Africa. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Mm. I hear that. It's so beautiful down yeah. in South Africa. Yeah, what I want to do is I want to, like, I want to, like, go maybe, like, two months and mm. check out and probably go to, like, five countries within those two months. So, yeah, I mean, man. every country, I'm there for, like, 10 days. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Gives you more but, than enough time. Yeah, well, more than 10 days, maybe like mm-hmm. uh, two weeks, each country, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah, two, yeah, two, yeah. Two weeks, you know what I mean? And, that'll, and it'll come up to, you know, uh, two months, something like that. That will be excellent. That will be absolutely yeah, excellent. Bro. Yes, yes, yes. So that's, as we wind this, this build, man. Yeah, man. Of course, man. Most high willing and permitting, you, you'll um, manifest that in the, in the physical realm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. As we wind the build down, because I, I know you're in a, a bit more of a, a lively spot and your time is valuable. Um, two questions. Have you had fun on the broadcast today? Of course, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I uh, you know, if it, when it comes to like uh, broadcast or anything when I'm being interviewed, man, if it's a person who's doing it for something, something right. I don't yeah. have no problem doing it at all, man. Give thanks every you know time, I mean? every time, every time. And we gotta uh, do it again. We gotta do it oh, again. Oh, definite, man, definite. Because we only scratch the surface. Again, we only scratch the surface, man. When, when, as I said, when time permits, we will definitely hook up a part. No, two and go but I, I, I tell you what, though, do it. Let's do it when I'm like, when I want to do one when I'm like out in the field, also, like you know, out in the yes. field, and I can show the people, hey, look at this, you know, look at yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent, man. You just just keep me posted, okay. and we'll, we'll make that a reality. You heard? <laughs> yeah. So, very last question. Please tell us 
who you are, but don't tell us your name. Say that again. Say that again. Tell us, tell us who you are, but don't tell us your name. Tell you who I am, but don't tell you my name. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? That's kind of a trick question. Nah, nah, nah. So, in essence, <clears throat> I'll unpack it for you. Your attributes. If someone would say check, check is or check was or you know what I mean. If they were to describe you as a character or as a person, what would what would All that right. come? All right. Um. Well, let me just say this from the beginning. Let me start off like this. A lot of people don't know that I'm an introvert and an extrovert. I'm both. Mm -hmm. Like, there's sometimes there's times where I just want to be chill, and there's times that I'm lit. That's why mm -hmm. if you watch my videos, <laughs> you'll see some times where I'm lit, like lit. <laughs> and there's some times where I'm mellow. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that's the type of person I am. I'm a mellow person. And then so there's times where I just want to be turned up because I'm an introvert and extrovert. But uh, Czech is adventurous. Yes. Czech is definitely adventurous. Czech is a daredevil. Not all kind of daredevil. Not jumping out of planes or nothing like that. But <laughs> like... Adventurous is like trying to go places where people don't go that people are afraid to go. That's mm. definitely best check. Best check. Definite, definite. And lastly, throughout all your social medias, etc., and I'll make sure I put them in the links below in the description. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, my social media man is same thing as my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Check in Effect. It's C Z C H I N E F F E C T. Um, and my Instagram is the same thing. Check in Effect. I also got TikTok. I just started. Um, that's also checking effect. Excellent. So make sure <clears throat> if you just stumbled across this brother and you're thinking, hmm, jump on the link below, check out some of the YouTube links, add it on the old Instagram and the TikTok, and enjoy the ride, man. And we got, I'm looking forward to as many of the other followers and, and supporters are looking forward to what you've got next to come, sibling. Appreciate it, man. Much love, man. Thank you so much for having me, bro. We'll do it again. Most definitely, most definitely.